If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. What's going on since the sandbox family? It's Kev, Steve, and Lou. The trio's back and stronger than ever. And we're here to talk playoff basketball thus far. We're going to talk about some of the series, a couple predictions, and just, you know, what we see going forward and matchups we see going forward. How are we doing today, fellas? We're doing good. And, and you know, we're going to just jump in right where the, the game's out tonight. And as of right now, it's halftime at the, the Lakers in Houston game. The series right now is at is 1-1. And, guys, I'm really leaning more towards the Lakers to finish the series. I mean, both teams has kind of, like, really had their games to show, hence the series being 1-1. But we were talking about this through text, you know, before the series started. These teams defensively, offensively, however you want to put it, I feel like they really, like, match up well – well, not well against each other because the Lakers having the big – like AD and LeBron, and Houston's playing small ball, so I, I just don't feel like they have the bigs to cover them. And then, you know, with, with the Lakers, they have the lack of depth at the guard position. So, I mean, Westbrook and, and Harden can really make it tough on the on the Lakers there. But it's going to be interesting to see how the series finishes out. Yeah, honestly, the biggest takeaway for me from, from watching this series is both of these teams are playing for runner-up. There's just no way. The Rockets don't play enough in the paint. Uh, they rely too much on the three, and, and Westbrook shots just not consistent. And, and anybody on the Lakers not named Anthony Davis and LeBron are just awful. Like, it's really bad. Like, they're just waiting for them to make plays to get open shots, and, it, and it's just not always going to happen. But, I mean, I, I could see this going six or seven, honestly, because, I mean, to Lakers perimeter defense without Avery Bradley is just piss poor. Yeah, this is a weird series, kind of like what you both said. I mean, these teams do kind of offset each other. Like Steve was saying, obviously, L.A. has, you know, the bigs, but Houston has the guard play. And without Avery Bradley coming to the bubble with the Lakers, that was a huge loss for them, especially on the perimeter, because that's someone you can stick on hard in all Westbrook. You know what I mean? Vice versa. So not having him is, is definitely a huge loss for their defense. But I think at the end of the day, the Lakers just have a little bit more depth and are just a better all-around team. And I think lose right, it'll definitely go six or seven. And I think it'll be a close series. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. Maybe games here and there. But I definitely think it'll go six and seven, be competitive. I do think the Lakers will edge it out. But like Lou said, I mean, they really are playing up runner-up because the Clippers are hot right now. And who knows what's going to happen in the East. No, fair enough. And Kev, we were going back and forth watching the games earlier in the series. But just one more specific note on the series before we move on. I mean, I feel like LeBron's really picking on Westbrook this series. I mean, I think he, I think he's blocked him individually at least eight times. We know he, he dunked on him earlier in the series. So LeBron's just kind of having his, his way with those guys. I don't know if you guys agree. but I do agree, but it's funny because Westbrook is actually doing very well tonight, and he, he has hit a couple of shots, but how long can that – continue like he's a very streaky shooter he's not a good shooter all and it's all in his head honestly he's shooting 45 percent from the free throw line think of that an all-star point guard under 50 percent from the free throw line that's in his head so i mean if he can pull out this game and then continue the momentum i really think that he could be a big piece for the series and 
kind of not let LeBron big man him. But, I mean, we'll see. This is the most important game for Houston tonight uh, after getting blown out because if they show some backbone here and that they can compete with the Lakers uh, even after a huge loss like they suffered a couple days ago, it'll go a long way psychologically. And I really feel like that's what Russell Westbrook needs to, to, to get back on track because if he's not that 1B to Harden, no chance. Yeah, I do think LeBron's definitely picked on but outplayed Russ I guess you could say but I do think Russ will bounce back because you know in the NBA there's like a handful of guys that even LeBron can't intimidate and I think Russell Westbrook's one of them I think he just gotten off to a slow start in the series but like Lou said he's playing well tonight and I think he'll I think he'll snap out of it you know what I mean a lot of it is in his head but I think if he has a good breakout game tonight and that can really change the series especially for Houston now, we have one more series in the West, the Clippers in Denver, that we were already talking about that the Lakers in Houston could be just playing second place for. Obviously, the Clippers are looking really deep, are looking really good right now. And in the regular season, we were rationing on Kawhi, for, you know, really just playing half the games out of the 42 games that they played. I mean, he probably only played 20 of them or, or somewhere right around there. But but it, it's really working out for, for the Clippers to, to find themselves in the NBA Finals at the end of the season. But I do think that, that Denver is playing well. But when the Clippers limit Jamal Murray at the perimeter, I feel like they kind of have more control of the game. So when Jamal Murray can't really excel to his best in the games that, that we've seen when he's occasionally struggled, I feel like Jokic does step up. You know, that he definitely has the tendencies to make those full-court passes that can – switch the transition in the game and can help pick up the slack. I feel like this one will, will still maybe go six. Denver might sneak one more game. But I definitely think that that if Paul George continues to play good um, and the bench shows up for the Clippers, that they're going to control the series. Yeah, it's funny. It seems like the Clippers just kind of like daze through the middle quarters, you know what I mean, and then try to pick it up in the fourth because there are times where they play lockdown defense. And then there are times where it's like a free-for-all to the basket or like yesterday, uh, Gary Harris got a, a free fast break by himself. The Clippers weren't even paying attention. Um, I feel like they know they're the better team. They're deeper. They have more experience. And I not that they're toying with them, but I do think they check out at times. And that can cost them. And, and Doc has to call timeouts and kind of snap them out of it. But yeah, I, I think this will wrap up in five or six. There's no way this goes seven. If it does go three, one Clippers, tomorrow it'll end in five. I promise you that. There's no way they take for granted the ability to have a couple games or a couple days rest ahead of the Lakers or the Rockets. You know what I mean? Because we, we obviously saw how hot they came out versus the Nuggets after all that rest. And the injuries have been a, an issue for them. But one thing we have to keep in mind is Will Botton, uh, one of the best players on the Nuggets through the whole regular season, could come back in games uh, six or seven if it does go to that. So that's an interesting thing to keep in mind. Yeah, I definitely think this is a five or six game series, but you guys know even, you know, Utah and Denver have been two of those teams I always kind of pick on and I always say I'm not really a fan of, but both of the teams played very well in the bubble and in the playoffs and especially Denver now definitely impressed me, but I do think the Clippers will get the job done. Like Lou said, when you're taking things in account like rest and days off and having games and days off before the Lakers or the Rockets, you know what I mean? Just resting before your opponent for guys like Kawhi and Paul George, that's going to be a huge difference maker in the series. And like Lou said, with that rest, they could start off hot and really, you know, put the Western Conference Finals away early. If they do clinch it and, you know, get some days off. But yeah, I definitely see it going five or six. I mean, shout out to Denver, but 
this this is eight year. <laughs> no, fair enough. But I do feel like that Denver team has made strides. I mean, we we've seen a, a lot of growth from from a lot of those young guys, like especially. Michael Porter, I mean, I feel like he's going to be a solid building block for Denver going forward. They'll know that. Jamal Murray, I feel like we've definitely seen a, a different version of him in this bubble. I mean, it was definitely there at times last season, but I feel like we're seeing that more consistently. Whereas I feel like before, you know, Jokic was really the shining star on, on that team, but, but now you can really put it to either of them. But to switch from the West to go to the East, we just found out that Miami did eliminate the Bucks, So that that's going to be a team that's going to be playing either Boston or Toronto when, when that series gets figured out. But let, let's hop in there with the Celtics and Toronto guys at, at 3-2. First of all, I told you so on the Heat. I just want to let that be known. Make Kev look like a fool habitually on uh, his Bucks takes, and um, I believe he owes me at least one Dr. Pepper after all the times I've corrected him in this playoff. But Celtics-Raptors is, is kind of what I expected. Aside Siakam struggles, I still think it's going seven, no matter how much momentum the Celtics have. Uh, they do have to finish strong. We need to see Tatum kind of get back in a flow, but I'm glad it, it's in this round he's struggling as opposed to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Smart stepped up. Team defense has been great outside of that game winner. Um, in that last play, but I feel good about it, but they still have to keep Toronto off the free throw line, not let them get free runs to the basket and hit their threes. It's, it's really what it's going to come down to because the games where Kemba takes nine shots and Jalen Brown goes one of 10 from three, that can't happen. It has to be consistent and they really need at least two stars on the team to, to show up every night because Toronto only has two period. We have to use at least two of ours consistently. So I feel good about it, but it's still going seven. Yeah, I mean, it could go seven. I do think the Celtics have a chance of, of wrapping it up earlier than seven. But either way, I mean, like Lou said, Miami's hot right now. I hate to give him credit, but Lou, you were right about Miami. And they are hot right now. So I feel like, you know, either one of these teams is really it's going to be a tough matchup against the Heat for either one of these teams because we always talk about the depth and, and, and the different, you know, role players that the Heat have. But I do think I do think the Celtics will win the series, and I do think it will be a close Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to predict who's going to win it yet because we still have to see and all that stuff. But I do think if there is going to be a team in the East to beat the Heat, I do think it'll be the Celtics. I think they just match up better and just have – a better chance of getting to the heat and shutting it down. You want to hear something absolutely phenomenal. So we did an episode way back at Eastie about trades that we thought should happen and players that we would like to see on other teams. And I said, Chris Paul to the Bucks would make them an unbelievable team. And a report just came out from Bleacher Report that the Bucks are looking to explore an option to trade for CP3 to keep Giannis in Milwaukee. So we'll backtrack that in an older episode. I'll find the clip. I'll go to the videotape guy. But another one for the bad guy. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Came on Bleacher Report. Sorry, you statcaster. Ooh, we'll just have to see if we're blowing smoke here. But just to go to the, the Boston in, in Toronto really quick, this series really should be handled already. But... I, I do want to say that, that, you know, that with the circumstances of that game and in that half a second shot by OGN and OB, I mean, I feel like that was really good offense there. That cross-court pass, I mean, with Taco Fall there, I know Jalen Brown shouldn't have been off his guy, but I really wouldn't have expected that to be where, where the ball went either. But it, it was contested. It went in. But I think if the Celtics go seven here, uh, they could be in trouble. I really want uh, the Celtics to finish in six. I feel like the Raptors might be able – to get some sort of a, a edge if um, we really go to seven. And if we're talking about Miami next round, I mean, their defense has been really scary consistently throughout. 
But I think between, you know, the Celtics and the Raptors, I think the Celtics would have a better chance of beating Miami in a series to go to the finals. I'm not saying that that is going to be the case. Like I said, we're going to see. I mean, I'm hoping Boston wins. But but I think I think Miami would definitely have a better chance of, of moving to the NBA finals if, if Toronto was to move on. Heat and six. All right, guys, that's our NBA playoff update. Make sure to keep on watching everything going on in the NBA. We'll keep on getting you guys updated with everything going on. Make sure to give us that five-star review. Since the Sandbox, we out.